Hello friend, what a nice surprise to see you return to the quiz cupboard. John here, right in the thick of, for some reason, watching every episode of UK Gladiators from the 90s. Don't tell me the ending, but this Eunice character seems very promising. Also, how on earth did John Fashnu not only get that gig, but keep it for so long? Very confused awooga to that. And to you, listener, or should I say contender, I've got another quiz for you. So prepare the pugil stick that is your brain to do battle with 20 questions over four rounds. You will go on my first whistle, etc., etc. Let's jet on with round one. And for this, I'm handing directly over to my frankly excellent sister-in-law, Laura, who is, among other things, a very accomplished speech and language therapist and also a fluent French speaker, which makes her eminently qualified to read the first ever French Connections round. Here is Laura with those five questions. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the French Connections round. Les Connexions Françaises, if you will. I'll read three words in French. All you need to do is find what links them together. Good luck et bonne chance. Here goes. Number one. Garonne, Dordogne, Seine. Here's number one again. Garonne, Dordogne, Seine. Number two. Agnès Varda, François Truffaut, Jean-Luc Godard. And here they are again. Agnès Varda, François Truffaut, Jean-Luc Godard. Here's number three. Croque-en-bouche, religieuse, éclair. And number three again. Croque-en-bouche, religieuse, éclair. Number four, Thierry Muglet, Jeanne Lanvin, Nina Ricci. Number four once more, Thierry Muglet, Jeanne Lanvin, Nina Ricci. And number five, TF1, Canal Plus, France 2. Number 5 once more. TF1. Canal Plus. France 2. And that's it. I hope you managed to find all those French connections. Goodbye from me. Au revoir. Fantastique. Merci beaucoup, Laura. It's two points for each connection you know. Round two after this. Okay, and round two is second the best. This is one of my favourite rounds, the one that asks you to know just slightly more than the first thing about a topic. In fact, even knowing the first thing is enough for one point, but if you know the second thing, that's where the richest vein of points is to be found. I'll give you a category, for example, largest countries in the world by area, and if you tell me Russia, the number one in that category, you're correct, one point. However, if you tell me Canada, which is number two, you get two points. 
and you only get to give one answer per category. Intriguing. Question one then, or category one then, is James Bond films in order of release. So if you know the first James Bond film, that's one point. But if instead you can tell me what the second released James Bond film was, that's two points. Get it? Great. Question two. Largest empires in history by land area. Yep, you get the idea. Largest empires in history by land area covered. Question three. Destinations of voyages by Lemuel Gulliver in Gulliver's Travels. To be clear here, I'm talking about the main fictional destinations of Gulliver's first two voyages. There are four parts to Jonathan Swift's Gulliver's Travels, all titled A Voyage to Blank. Name either of the first two, please, but preferably the second. That's this round. Question four is Asian host cities for the Summer Olympic Games, chronologically. So either the first Asian city to host the Summer Olympics or the second. That's it. And question five, vice presidents of the USA who were never president. So John Adams was the first vice president under George Washington, but he later took the top job. We want here the first or second person to be VP and never take that next step, either by choice or not. Right, that's the end of the second the best round. Round three's after this. Mom! Dad! It's evil! Don't touch it! And it's called The Back Catalogue Cabin. So I've rummaged relatively deep into five famous discographies to find some lesser-known tunes you may not have heard before. Basically, it's like going to any Bob Dylan gig but it's a festival with a very impressive booker. Just name the artist for two points each time, starting with this. Just the name of that very famous musical artist, please, for two points. Here's question two. What band is this? Nice one. Question three is another solo artist. My earthly treasures mounted, but when I counted through, I realized the treasure I had overlooked was you. My treasure, unmeasured. Question four is another solo artist, a little bit longer, but I think you will agree that every second very much worth listening to here. Question four. We run and we fall into pot holes on 
Fascinating. And question five, we've got yet another solo artist. Who's singing this? Oh, yesterday's gone. Tomorrow is the day. Oh, we're not dying. We're just paving the way for the lovers, the dreamers, the kids who say never stop living. Oh, never stop living. Cause if it rains, it rains. Stirring stuff. If it rains, it rains. And look, you can't argue with the logic either. Uh, that's all of our round three questions. Round four, right after this. Hey, wait a minute. Let's try something. Let's play this backwards and see if it gets any better. Better, better, better. All right, here's a little experiment that I'm sneaking into round four because that way no one will notice. It's called chemical spell. And if you know your chemical symbols, you're going to do well. If not, I hope you brought a pen and paper because I'm going to read five lists of chemical elements, only short lists, three or four at a time. The chemical symbols for those elements spell out words. Let's imagine I said actinium, copper, radium, tellurium. That's AC for actinium. CU for copper, RA for radium, and TE for tellurium, which accurately spells accurate. Now, the five resulting words here are all linked in some way. I don't actually need that link from you for any points, but knowing they're all along a similar theme will probably at least help you to get any that you're not sure of. Right, are you ready to experiment with these chemicals with me? Let's go. Number one, then. List number one. We've got four of them. It goes hydrogen, erbium, oxygen, nitrogen. One more time, number one, hydrogen, erbium, oxygen, nitrogen. This might be a good round to pause, especially if you've got pen and paper or a notes app available to you to try and figure out what that is spelling out. Some of them have one letter only for their symbol. Some of them have two. It's chaos. Question two then is this, potassium, iodine, technetium. One more time, potassium, iodine, technetium. Only three in that list. Question three, we're back to four of them. Plutonium, fluorine, fluorine, indium. Two of the same in the middle there. Plutonium, fluorine, another fluorine, and indium. And question four, calcium, nitrogen, argon, yttrium. One more time, question four. Calcium, nitrogen, argon, yttrium. And question five. Tungsten, rhenium, nitrogen. Tungsten, rhenium, nitrogen is the trio of chemicals for question five. Look, just be thankful I wasn't saying them in reverse. Answers after this. You won, Jane. 
You ruined my night completely so you could have the money. Dear Lord, what a sad little life. Hey, next week's episode will be exclusively available to cupboard dwellers, barring an enticing preview. To become one of those, search Quiz Cupboard Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You know how to spell Quiz Cupboard. It's set to two a month in pounds sterling, one of my personal favourite currencies. But you can join the club if you're abroad too. In fact, it is very much encouraged. This will be the eighth subscribers-only episode. You can go back and listen to all the others as well once you've signed up. And now cupboard dwellers can also download some of these stupid little jingles you hear between rounds, just in case you want that guy shouting disappointed as your ringtone. Um, I also include a link to the source that I've got the some of the audio clips from if they use them, if, in case you're interested in that. Um, right, answers for the French Connections round, and we're handing straight back over to Laura. And here are the answers. Number one, Garonne, Dordogne, Seine are all French rivers. Well done if you got that one. Number two, Agnès Varda, François Truffaut, Jean-Luc Godard are all French film directors. I did not know that one, so well done if you did. Number three. Croque-en-bouche, religieuse, éclair are all French shoe pastry dishes and they are all mighty delicious. Number four. Thierry Muglet, Jeanne Lanvin, Nina Ricci are all French fashion designers. And yes, Nina Ricci was born in Italy but moved to France when she was 12 and set up the famous fashion house in France. So still counts as a French connection. Number five. TF1, Canal Plus, France 2 are all French TV channels. Very well done if you got five out of five. Oh, thanks very much to Laura for giving us her time and French skills there. As she rightly points out, Nina Ritchie was of Italian birth, but lived most of her life in France and is described as being French by various sources. I don't think any Italians listen to this, do they? If you're Italian, please do send me an angry email about that one, quizcupboard at gmail.com. Anyway, two points for each correct connection you got there. Let's do round two, which was second the best. And first I asked you for James Bond films in order of release, either the first or the second one, uh, whatever you think you can get. So the first James Bond film in 1962 was Dr. No, one point if you said Dr. No. And the second was From Russia With Love, 1963. They got one that one out nice and quickly. So From Russia With Love, two points. Dr. No, one point there. Question two, we wanted largest empires in history by land area. So according to my research, the British Empire covered 13 million square miles at its height, at its peak. So the British Empire, one point. Well done, Britain. And number two here, the Mongol Empire was the second largest empire in history. A measly nine million square miles by the Khans there. So Mongol Empire, two points. British Empire, one point. Question three, destinations of Gulliver's Travels. The first then of Gulliver's Travels, a voyage to Lilliput, 
You may remember it from having tiny people who argue about which end of an egg you crack as memory serves. So Lilliput for one point and uh, for two points, Brobdingnag. Brobdingnag or something reasonably similar to that if you said that. That's where the people are big. So two points for that, one point for Lilliput. Question four, Asian host cities for the Summer Olympic Games. Chronologically speaking, the first Asian city to have the Summer Olympics was Tokyo in 1964. Side note, they were also awarded the 1940 Summer Olympics, but they got cancelled for a number of reasons. So one point if you said Tokyo. Two points if you said Seoul, South Korea, 1988. That's how long it took for a second Asian city to host. So Seoul, two points Tokyo, one point. And for number V, let's see these VPs, vice presidents of the USA, who were never president. The first one under Thomas Jefferson, Aaron Burr. Jefferson's first term, that is. So Aaron Burr uh, for one point. And the second in this list is George Clinton, uh, who was VP in Jefferson's second term and James Madison's first, but never got the top job. So... Uh, Aaron Burr, one point. George Clinton, two points. Round three was the back catalogue cabin, I'm sure you remember. Let's have a clip of each clip here. Number one was this solo artist. And the answer there for two points is Lady Gaga. If you have the special edition of the album Born This Way, then you may have heard that song, The Queen, before. But if not, you may have found it harder to stumble across Lady Gaga, the answer for two points. Question two, a band. The distinctive tight harmony of Fleetwood Mac there. Stevie Nicks on lead vocals in 1990 on their album Behind the Mask. The song called Freedom, quite obviously, Fleetwood Mac is the answer. Question three. I realize the treasure I had overlooked was you. And how could that be anyone but Johnny Cash? Uh, the song My Treasure, apparently the B-side to... A 1961 single called Sugar Time. Never heard of either, but that's the whole point of this round, isn't it? Johnny Cash, the answer of question three. Question four. We peek at the sky through tree holes. Comment. Oh, damn it. And that is Björk, of course it is. You knew that. Uh, the Comet song from the film Moomins and the Comet Chase. Uh, which just went onto my list of films to watch. Björk, the answer for two points. And then finally, this wonderful piece. And it's Mr. Loaf himself, Meat Loaf. On a 2010 album, that ha that song was tucked away, If It Rains, that whole album immediately going onto my running playlist. Meatloaf, two points. Right then, Chemical Spell is round four. Let's get these, um, these lists done one more time. So question one, I wanted hydrogen, erbium, oxygen, and nitrogen. 
That is H for hydrogen, E-R for erbium, O for oxygen, and N for nitrogen. That spells heron. Question two, potassium, iodine, technetium. The answer to this is kite because potassium is K, iodine is I, and technetium is T. E, so we have heron and kite. The link, yes, is birds. So that gives us question three. Plutonium, fluorine, fluorine, indium, P-U-F-F-I-N. The answer is puffin. So two points for puffin. Question four. Calcium, nitrogen, argon, yttrium. That's C-A-N-A-R-Y. Canary is the answer. Canary for two points. And question five. Tungsten, rhenium, Nitrogen. Did you know that tungsten is W in chemical symbol terms? So W, then RE, and then N for nitrogen on the end. The answer is Wren for the final one. So heron, kite, puffin, canary, Wren, our five birds, all spelled out by chemical symbols. How wonderful. I'm glad you enjoyed that round. Thank you for saying such nice things about it. Uh, well, thank you for leaving your fingerprints all over the quiz cupboard today. I'll be lifting them and adding them to a database to sell to whatever shady intelligence agency bids the highest. You can use those same fingers to get in touch at Quiz Cupboard on the internet or the email address I've already told you if you're listening earlier on. Uh, unless I hear from you, though, I'll assume you're crying with helpless joy at the sheer quality of the podcast. Be well. I'm begging you. Bye bye. <laughs>